Welcome to episode 432 of Fly Away. Over the past few years, we've been reminded time and again how much the world relies on travel. From supporting local economies to learning about new cultures, the experience that travel provides helps make our world smaller and bring us closer together. Here at Outlander Travel, we've been proud to be a small part of bringing that to you through our weekly podcast. My name is Donna, and this week I am joined by fellow Outlander travel agents, Sandy, Lindsay, and George. And for the second week in a row, welcome back, Amy! Woo! I'm like a regular. I know! <laughs> Greece is a bucket list destination for so many people, but you should see it by land or by sea. Well, how about the best of both worlds? Recently, Amy was able to experience experience Globus's eight-day Athens to Athens tour that also included four nights on the Celestials cruise lines. And she's here to tell us all about it. So let's get started. So how did it start? We started in Athens. So I'm trying to remember, I don't think that we flew in one day extra because you actually start with two nights in land in Athens. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they took us to our hotel. Which I have, I'll try to send that picture to you, Sandy. But our hotel had a rooftop bar and restaurant and pool. Oh, so you were in heaven. It was, I was in heaven. But <laughs> it overlooked, like you could see out in the distance, the Coliseum all lit up. Everything, it was just beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was, yeah. And we went in October. This was late September, early October that we went on this. So the weather was still nice, so we could use the rooftop. And um, so Globus is an escorted tour company. And when you buy into Globus, you are with a group. And I feel like our group might have had, I don't know, maybe we had a pretty small group, 20, 25 people. Um, But hotels are covered. All of your tours are covered. Your transportation between cities and everything is covered. And with mine, with the cruise line, as four nights of it, all of my alcohol and all of my food was covered. Now, normally Globus covers all breakfasts and one or two lunches, one or two dinners, and the rest you're on your own. But this one, um, because of the cruise, those four nights on the cruise line, everything was included. Sounds too easy. I know. It was awesome. It was, again... A busy itinerary. One of the things that I really love that Globus is doing is at, at the adaptation and the evolution of their tours and the touring style. Um, so was this one of their, like their Globus choice touring? Was it uh, a combo tour? What was this anything? It was one of their old, old fashioned traditional tours. So this one is a really popular one. They do this with either the three night cruise option or the four night cruise option. Um, it was not the new type of tour that you're talking about. Okay. It was a very busy tour, though. I will say um, on the cruise portion of it, which really was almost half of it, we were up early in the morning um, to get to those tour sites. <laughs> we had to be up early in the morning to get to the tour sites. And although it was really hard to get up that early in the morning, I was so thankful that our tour guide did that for us because we were there before all the other big groups would wow. come. Um, that always makes a huge difference. It did. And then I was, you know, I mean, we were cursing at five thirty six in the morning, but when we were there before everybody else and we were able to get through it without hundreds of people around us, we were so thankful. Uh, the tour guide, that's another thing they include is you have a tour guide with you the entire time on your trip. And then they also have in-destination tour guides for 
different cities. Um, so George actually was our tour guide. Um, <laughs> and he was young and just so full of energy. And he, I think he knows everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. That always helps. So that's yeah. great. Like 25 people, it's crazy because a lot of people think group tour and you automatically think 50 people in a bus all day long. And right. That doesn't sound like this at all. It was not like that. And I've done Globus before too, where it probably was, it was more land-based. We didn't have any cruising. And that one, I want to say we had about 40 people. But there's always, and I know another thing that people think of with escorted tours, there is an itinerary, yes, but there's always a lot of downtime. If you don't want to do something on the itinerary, don't do it. Or they'd give you your tour in the morning and you have the rest of the day free. And they'll give you options. You should go see this other thing on your own or you should go have lunch or dinner over there. This place is really good. Um, so that's what's nice about touring with escorted groups. You have this guide who can tell you where to go. He's kind of like your own little concierge. So tell us about the itinerary, Amy. Okay, so I made notes so I could remember this. Um, we started off with two nights in Athens, and then we, um, I'm not sure of the order of this, actually did Athens, and then we went to Mykonos for the day, and then we went to Turkey, which I have never been here before, and I'm probably going to say this wrong if anybody's a pro, but Kusadasi, does that sound right? Kusadasi? <laughs> Kushadasi, yes, um, Turkey, and then we went to Patmos. Um, so that was a double day. That was a busy day. We we did half a day in Turkey and half a day in Patmos, and then um, Rhodes, which was one of my favorite stops, and I can go into that more. We did stop in Crete, half a day, and Santorini, the other half of the day. Then we ended with one night in Athens again, and left the next day. Um, so let me go through some of my notes. Um, uh, in Kushidasi, you we did, what did we do? It's called the, oh, it's one of the seven wonders of the ancient world where Nemesis. they had at one time. Nemesis. Did you do this? Yeah, I've done that. I mean, amazing, right? <laughs> at one time, there were 100 marble pillars that were 65 feet high. Um, it was, this whole area was founded by the Greeks around 2000 BC. Like you're sitting there going, what? 2000 BC? I mean, I don't even know. I feel like the people that started Earth were aliens because I don't know how they got things done. And we were learning about. Oh my God, you're speaking Chris's language right now. Uh, I, no, no, I don't. Seriously, I can't even tell you. I'm not one of those people that really believes this, but I am starting to believe this because we're talking about <coughs> these areas where they had cities that had sewer systems and they had aqueducts and 2000 and how bc even, how, how do you even know it then how did they even and and the uh, yeah that's when you're standing there and you're looking at yes. these these things that we couldn't do no i feel like we were smart <laughs> at one time and then we went downhill and now i don't know yes, i don't know that's exactly like, <laughs> what happened <laughs> it was the aliens um <laughs> So, yeah, that was Ephesus. So, and yeah, only ran this podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about aliens now. Would Chris like to join? <laughs> yes, he's all about it. And he wants to go to Greece really bad. So oh, my gosh. He, it I, is, he's going to listen to this one. <laughs> the history is overwhelming. It's really, truly overwhelming. You think oh, just, and you're talking about Greek gods and goddesses all the time. Like, this is, it's just amazing. So, anyways, something I made note of there. 
um, only 13% of Ephesus has even been recovered. So I cannot imagine all of the other things that are going to be uncovered that we're going to learn about. But this area was um, amazing. 2000 BC, it was dedicated to the goddess Artemis. So that was a highlight. Um, looking Patmos. So that was a cool little island, actually, Patmos. It's one of the northernmost islands. And it's famous because it's mentioned in the book of Revelations. And this is where St. John supposedly received his vision from Jesus about the end of time. So we got to see where John was banished in the cave that he was in, and he would do a lot of meditations there. Um, and not to get religious and funky, because I'm not uber religious, but the girl I was with is way more religious than me, and it meant, it really touched her. She, that place meant a lot to her having knowing the bible so well and what the significance of that area was but it was a cute little town also even if you're not religious um okay one of my favorite ones was Rhodes. we did two areas there we did let's see also Rhodes is another place i made note it's one of the other seven wonders of the ancient world um, but the thing that made it one of the seven wonders is no longer there. It was a statue of a Greek god, Helios, and it was from 280 BC. Um, so one side of the island was famous for the Knights of St. John during the Crusade, which I knew nothing about. But you're, you're going through this town, this walled city, where these knights lived. And you can still see the, what are they called, the shields or the coat of armor above the doorways. Did you do this, Lindsay? Yeah. I done that. I I did. I was just trying to remember. I did the house. Did you go to the house of the Virgin Mary in Ephesus too? So I did not do that part of it. Okay. No. It's so hard to remember because it's been a long time. Yeah. I mean, this was part of it. It was part of a big, long, month-long trip I was on. Um, but this, that area is so incredible. Incredible. Um, it, it. it it really, like you said, there's no other way to describe it. It's, it's you're, you're taking yourself into that. How did they do this? Yeah. And how is this still standing? And what, I mean, what it is we... so gothic and so, but it, you're inside of a city and it's a working city. You're, I'm eating lunch inside this old walled gothic city that used to be a city. Just crazy. Um, and then, and then on top of each other. It's, I don't even understand. Yeah. It works. I don't understand physics. <laughs> so what's really cool though too is, so my daughter is studying abroad right now in Greece for the semester. And for the weekend, they just went to Rhodes. So I was like, let me book a few tours for you, honey. So I had her go do the other part of Rhodes that we did, which was Lindos, where the Temple of Athena is. And that was built in 300 BC. Um, and you, did you do that too? You climb all the way up. Like you're, the town is at the bottom and you're kind of winding streets all the way up. A little steep. It would be hard for somebody with mobility issues for parts of it. But you get to the top and then what is the... Um, you're overlooking this something of St. Paul, the little reservoir part of the ocean. But anyways, the views from up there of the ocean are unbelievable. And the temple that's up there, it's just, ugh, I loved it. I, I want to go back to Greece. But I did love Rhodes. I thought it was beautiful. And it was pretty cool that my daughter just did that. She just got back last night from over there. Um and then what else? Let's see, Mykonos. We did. We just did a little walking tour of Mykonos. We were able to get there in time for the sunset, so we did a little tour of the streets and made it to the windmills. Um, I wish I had more time. I want to go back there. Did you have more time there, Lindsay? I, I actually I did not get to go into Mykonos. Okay. 
We were supposed to. We had a we had a big, um, but the it, the water was too rocky and we couldn't get in. Oh, right. Okay. So, so um, I have a story about that so, for Santorini. Darn it! I have to go back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Me too. Me too. Maybe we'll get a big Outlander travel thing going to Mykonos. But um, I don't like. I said. Um, I've said it before. I'm not a huge seafood lover, but on the island, if you like octopus, they're known for their octopus. Um, the girl that I went with did try it and enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I need to you get didn't back. try it, Amy? I, <laughs> I know. Surprise! No, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did I'm not. Thinking, it's got to be burnt. It's got to be charred. It can't be rubbery. It can't be like, <laughs> my teeth bounce off it. We're done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, all the, the little visual. suckers have to be kind of crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many little restaurants and just being, I, I don't know. And the streets are so, like, oh. so pic- like all the pictures you see. That's what the streets were like. And it was easy to get lost, and I forget the story about why, but something about there's no, like, grid on the island. All the streets go in every which direction. You can easily get lost. It has something to do with pirates or people trying to run away from, I don't even know, but it's something to try to lose people. (laughs) Easy to get lost there, especially for me. I have no sense of direction. Um, Can you talk a little bit about the – oh, Sorry. Mm-mm, well, I'm just kind of curious how the the cruise portion of it was, but I definitely want to hear about all the ports too. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'll come back to what the yeah. cruise was like. Okay, okay. so the next yeah. one, I'm um, I'm not in any order on my ports, but Santorini. So we only had half a day in Santorini. Also, again, I wish I had a longer time there. So if anybody's been there, just know if you haven't, when you're coming in on a cruise ship, you're you're doctor moored out like in this bay right and you have to take another little dinghy or little boat over to the island and once you're on the island the way we got up to the top of the island was a bus a winding and you have to go zigzagging up the mountain to get to the top it is not for the faint of heart there are no rails like it's a little it was a lot so anyways we made it to the top safely um very crowded because we got there close to sunset and everybody tries to go to the one side of the island to catch the sunset. Um, and all these cruise ships, again, are all docked there for that time. So the poor island just gets inundated with cruisers. Um, coming back, and, it, and it's known to be a windy area. And coming back on our little boat, we made it back safe, but one of the other little boats, and they all made it back safe, but couldn't connect to our ship and they had to try five or six times had to keep going out making circles coming back the waves were so high I couldn't even imagine so maybe take Dramamine in case oh. everybody made it fine um, I'm trying to think of what other stops we made I can't think of it right now but you wanted to ask about the ships so this was a fortnight itinerary <laughs> and I love the way that you had to, I know exactly what you're going to say yeah so if you know, like, ocean cruising from the U.S. even, the three and the four night itineraries are the older ships. Mm-hmm. That's what this was. Okay. <laughs> um, it had great ports, right? And all the food and drinks were included, right? But there were only, I think, two restaurants on the ship. And I never went hungry. And I could always find something that was at least decent. But it wasn't, like, five-star product. I won't yeah. I can't Celestia say that. Is, is not a luxury line. No. Um, it, it, it's a good product, but it is not a luxury line. Now, the service was great, and everybody who worked there, I have no complaints. Everybody was great, and the service was great. It's just, it's not a luxury line. Yeah, the food was not 
amazing. So but it was there, there, and there was plenty of it. But you're not going to start because yeah. look where you are. I mean, <laughs> and there was plenty of wine. Throw a stone and not hit something amazing to eat in that right. part of the world. Um, right. So we did a few meals off the ship. Yeah, I think that's they're probably counting on that too. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would. I would definitely count on it. I'm trying to remember. We did have. I don't think any of the rooms have balconies from memory. We did have windows. We upgraded oh, the windows. So rooms. That does sound like an older ship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How big was the ship? Is it smaller to go to all these places? It was It was a smaller ship, but it was still an ocean cruise ship. So it wasn't like, I mean, I, I don't know if I had to guess, maybe a thousand okay. people. Yeah. It's not like these big mega ships that are out there now. Uh, so it sounds like for the cruise part, you have to set your expectations and the destination is what you're going for. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I, we still yeah. had that tour guide with us with Globus representing and oh, he was with us nice. every morning. He would gather us up. So he made us, yeah, he helped organize all the things so we didn't have to think about anything. That's um, kind of what they say with cruising is you pick either the destination or the ship. It's the golden rule. Yeah. Because the bigger ships can't get into these ports, right? So... Yeah, that's what you give up. I mean, I, I do think, like, Globus does have an itinerary I, I keep eyeing where you're doing three nights in Athens and then you fly to Mykonos and stay three nights and you fly to Santorini and stay three nights. I think that would be nice. I like those. I like those um, those hybrid tours and the, the, um, the flexibility that gives you to have a little more days in that area. Right, and a little more free time probably because, again, this was a pretty busy tour. And I would say you might want to add a night on pre in Athens. Um, oh, one of the optional tours I did in Athens that you can buy that's extra was one of the dinners in the Plaka. And I highly recommend that. It was one of those, did you do this where you have the dancing with it and they break the plates and it's yeah. a whole feast. Um, yeah, so I, I would recommend that. Highly recommend doing one of those optional tours for the dinners. Um, let's see, something else about Greece I want to tell you. <laughs> The ouzo is disgusting. <laughs> but the ouzo, but at, if you go out to eat and the waiters, like, it's just common there, they will come up after dinner and hand you shots and do one with you. And they expect you to, they do, they say something. What do they say? I forget what they say. They say something. Opa. Opa or something. Yeah, probably opa. opa but and there's you're supposed to do your shot. There. And you have to do it with them. It's yeah, ap it's aper It's not aperitif. It's after dinner, is it? It's aper after dinner. Before. So yes. what's what's the official term for that? Dessert. Your cordial. <laughs> your co oh, yeah, I don't know. Cordial. Uh, your cordial. <laughs> but you'll see these yeah. waiters, and they probably do five or six shots. He's like, my dad used to stick my lollipop in the ouzo and get me used to it when I was a baby. So they, I don't know, they can handle it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I've never been a, a fan myself. I um, it's sticky and. <laughs> It's, yeah, I don't like black licorice, but these are like, in the Plaka, you can go out to eat in Athens and um, yeah. and pick your seafood. It's one of those places where you go to a restaurant and the chef is like, here, come into my kitchen, and you pick this, whatever fish you want. It's fresh from the day. It's amazing. Food is really cheap there, too. My daughter is learning that right now. It's great. And just in honor of this podcast, I did have Greek food for dinner tonight. Oh. <laughs> Nice. Was it was it as good as the? Did you did you manage? Never, to, never. He's in the anywhere in the U.S. That is as even could even hold a candle. 
So I don't know if any of the, I mean, These olives limbs. weren't grown with love. Oh, the olive trees everywhere too. You just see them. Yeah. The olive trees, the olive oil there brought a lot of olive oil home. Um, the bakeries in Greece are beautiful and amazing and cheap, really cheap. Um, trying to think of other things that we did. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because we went from after this trip, we went on to Crete for a couple days extra. And that was a whole other experience. Oh, yeah, Crete. In Crete on the cruise. That's one place I didn't tell you. We did the Palace of Knossos, um, which I didn't make notes on that one. But that is one of the oldest civilizations. And what was funny about that, <laughs> the, the one mental note that I remember about that is learning that back in the time of this, and this was all going on in 2000 BC and whatever, women were the ones and men were the ones that were like the servants to the women. Women's were the head of household and women were it. And somehow along the way it switched up. But I do remember that. I was like, women were in charge and the men did not like that very much. So they turned it so over. They moved, moved things around. They moved things around. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to go into discussion about That's that. I have Wonder my Woman thoughts of why. The yeah, what? Right. <laughs> That's where Wonder Woman came from. Oh, right. She was an alien. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> she was an alien with her armored suit. Um, but overall, like, this was a great way to do a lot of things in a short amount of time. And I think Globus is great for that. Anywhere, like, if you just pop in Globus in your browser, they go everywhere. And you can pick all sorts of types of tours. Um, to but this one was a really budget. good one for me. To stay in budget, too, probably. Because They're very, yeah. yeah. And I would say... They are on budget, but their hotels are all like four or five star properties that they have you in. Um, the motor coaches all have Wi-Fi and bathrooms on board. Um, some of their hotels might be a little bit outside of the city, but they're going to bust you in for anything anyways. And some of them aren't outside of the city. Some of them are very city center, but it is a pretty, I feel like it's a good, you know, when I compare it to other Trafalgar or... Um, CIE, I feel like they are more budget-friendly. And my kids went on it with me a few years ago, so families do go. Did you stay in the same um, Santorini hotel before and after? Did they take you back to the same one? I wish I could tell you that I stayed in a Santorini hotel. We only oh, had like um, half a day. I oh, mean, Athens. Athens. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yep, okay. it was the same one before and after. Mm-hmm. Cool. Was, was anybody on strike when you were there? Because every time... No. No, in Greece? <laughs> yeah. No, nobody was on strike. Every time I've been there, has been a negotiation. I saw <laughs> that the French rails are like having a strike now, aren't they? Yeah. So is London, yeah. Oh, no. No, so everything went smooth, and we enjoyed our time there. It was beautiful. We loved it. I'm going to go back to Greece. It's been more time. All these little to go to Let's go. Let's go this week. Okay, this week. <laughs> Airfare is really cheap this week. <laughs> Call your travel agent. <laughs> there you go. Well, you can. We're going to be in Greece. <laughs> well, that's our show for this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Please like our Facebook page, rate us, and be sure to tell your friends about us. You can find our previous episodes on the podcast page of OutlanderTravel.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. So thank you again, Amy, for joining us. Thank you. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So on behalf of Sandy, George, Lindsay, and myself, Donna, thank you for joining us this week. Gotta fly. Gotta fly.